a couple of weeks ago, you may remember we had CEO of bio um, of Spartan Bioscience on the show. His name is Paul Lem. And he was talking about how uh, he was waiting um, to uh, receive approval from Health Canada for a rapid part portable uh, test to detect the novel coronavirus. Now, this test is very similar to the ones that were um, being done in the labs and involve the um, the swab. So they're looking for the actual virus. They're not looking for the antibodies. But um, while I was searching around this weekend for something to talk about, I came across a study uh, out of Markham, Ontario. It's actually not a study, but it's a company who is um, shipping their rapid response blood test to detect coronavirus antibodies out to the States. They have them in the UK and in Europe, but they're still waiting for Health Canada to uh, approve them for use here in Canada. And one of the great things about being able to detect if you have the antibodies is this will give people the confidence to go back to work safely. Here to talk about uh, the test is Mitchell Pitaway. He is the company's chief financial officer at BTNX. Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks, Kelly. Okay, first of all, I, I'm, I'm one of those people that went uh, out, out loud while I was reading the story of the weekend said, what? Because according to Health Canada, the tests remain under review until a greater national strategy is uh, on their on their you know for them is developed, right? But to me, that sounds like it applies to blood tests in general and not just your test, because they don't need a national strategy for one specific test. So why are they still deciding if blood tests are necessary? I mean, clearly, uh, you just need to look around the globe and understand that yeah, they are necessary. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that we've seen uh, the response from Health Canada differ uh, a little bit from what we've come across with uh, the FDA and in Europe. Um, so serology testing or you know, blood testing for antibodies, something that's already uh, being incorporated uh, in the testing regimen in, in Europe uh, and the U.S. Um, but at the same point, Health Canada is taking more of, uh, let's say, a precautionary approach uh, and, and what they're looking for, uh, at least in our most recent discussions, is kind of further validation uh, from independent studies that we're already working with a few labs in Canada, the U.S., and the U.K. on. So, um, I mean, I'm certainly uh, certainly different uh, response to to other other regions around the world, but uh, one that's a bit more uh, on the cautious side. Which, I mean, given the I'd say uh, given the the impact uh, of, of of coronavirus, I mean, I think they're just simply erring uh, erring a bit more inside of caution. But um, in order to fast track its use, an emergency program in the U.S. exempts your test from normal regulatory processes. Can you tell me uh, more about the exemption, specifically what regulatory processes were script were skipped? Yeah. So, so in the U.S., uh, the FDA uh, they, they issued uh, a response to kind of the emergency use authorization, which is something similar to what Canada did with the interim order. Um, however, for serological tests, uh, the FDA. Uh, allowed for kind of a special enrollment uh, for those who could uh, meet kind of pretty basic criteria, uh, provide information on their test, and and uh, say uh, ensure that there's a specific labeling, uh, uh, kind of telling patients or uh, or clients who are, who are receiving the product what the test does uh, and does not do, um, how it should and should not be administered, and that was their way of taking a technology that's uh, very well proven with uh, with other. Um, other viruses, uh, other other reasoning for for use, um, and it's simply simply fast tracking it. So, I mean, the FDA has um, has essentially had confidence in the technology 
um, and and just found a way to move a bit uh, a bit faster versus going through the typical uh, typical registration process, process which can take uh, can take months. Yeah, nothing about this is typical, though. I mean, we're in a pandemic. Right. These are kind of uh, it's uncharted territory and the government seems to be doing a lot very quickly. So uh, what are you hearing from the government right now? Like, how long do you think it'll take to pass this, uh, you know, the hurdles that Health Canada has set up for you here in our country when it's being used and uh, quite successfully elsewhere, the same test kit? Yeah, so um, I think our our position is that uh, once we clear some of the uh, further studies that they're looking to run uh, in Canadian laboratories, um, so we are already seeing some preliminary results uh, coming out uh, of BC uh, with a laboratory that we partner with there. Um, our expectation is, is once they see the kind of uh, further studies being run by Canadian labs, uh, this might be enough to actually trigger um, that, uh, that response. So our, our hope is that uh, once these results come out, which, like I said, the preliminary results are already coming back quite favorable, um, that uh, we'll see a pretty pretty quick uh, quick action on their side. All right. So BTNX has come up with this rapid response blood test to detect the antibodies. Um, if it, it basically lets you know if you've had the coronavirus or if you still have it. Tell us about um, the pros and cons with your uh, with regard to your your tests and and the serology they're looking for. Yeah, so I, I think that uh, I, I mean our, our test is is a screening test, and it's uh, I mean a lot of uh, a lot of discussion about this has been uh, you know this is the the solution, but I mean effectively it's a tool within the kind of healthcare uh, professionals toolkit. So this is something that can be used in parallel with lab testing, not something to, to replace it. Um, and really, the difference, like uh, like you've noted, is the fact that you're actually screening for the antibody or the let's say the bodies. Uh, reaction and, and kind of the army it's produced to fight off uh, the virus uh, versus the virus itself. Um, so the implications of our tests uh, versus uh, kind of the current laboratory tests, which uses the uh, you know the nasal pharyngeal sample, the nasal swabs, um, is that uh, you're essentially you're looking for um, resistance or immunity that could uh, potentially have implications for going back to work. Um, so where we uh, hope to see kind of the greater national strategy uh, on the Canadian side developed um, is is making use of these tests, making use of this uh, technology in order to help facilitate the back-to-work orders in the kind of the safest way possible in Canada. Walk us through how your test works and how long it takes. Yep. So, so our test actually uh, differs in that it runs off of a droplet of blood uh, versus the nasal swab you see from the lab test. Um, so essentially, you take a, a droplet of uh, blood, uh, you put it into uh, our testing cassette. So there's a little well where you can drop your sample in. Um, so you put uh, one droplet of blood, uh, two droplets uh, of buffer, um, and that actually allows for the test to uh, to be run. And, and most people will be fairly familiar with like a pregnancy test format. Um, so essentially, there's three lines uh, on our test strip. Uh, there's one control line, which will say whether or not the test is working properly. And then the two other lines are, uh, are each for the, uh, the antibody that uh, we're detecting in the blood, IgG and IgM. Um, so essentially, if you see one or both uh, of those lines appear, um, it would tell you that you have the antibody in your system. And the only drawback is that if you're early days, uh, you wouldn't have the antibody yet. So you could get uh, negative when, you know, days from now, it'll tell you you're positive for the coronavirus and the antibodies. Yeah, correct, correct. And so, so, I mean, our our test is is, uh, run 
uh, detect antibodies, which, like you said, usually right. uh, is in the days, uh, if not over a week, to, for your body to begin developing. Um, so in our studies, we've seen uh, results coming back within, uh, let's say, five days uh, of, of infection for symptomatic patients, uh, where you start seeing these antibodies being detectable in the system. So, I mean, our, our intention for use is uh, for those who are actually going in and getting tested, uh, collecting these samples, um, you can already screen for those who have had uh, high symptoms for a number of days. It might be able to prioritize those who are already showing you that you have the antibodies. I mean, it takes 15 minutes to run the test. So as you're collecting the nasal swab, if you ran the test immediately and saw a positive result for antibodies, it could be a way to prioritize those who are, let's say, at high risk of, of having the virus. Um, and then on the back side of it is that, uh, I mean, uh, essentially for the back-to-work orders, um, again, you'd want to make sure the person is not still carrying the virus. However, after a week, your body would be developing these kind of antibodies and give you an indication of whether you're, uh, you've developed uh, some resistance. Right. So you could have the antibodies and still be a carrier because it's yeah, early correct. days especially, for you. And that's where early days. Yeah. that's probably where Health Canada is a little concerned because they don't want to send people back into the workforce. But if you went into mandatory self-isolation and you did another, uh, you know, it would give you an idea of, A, if you're not showing symptoms, uh, that you could self-isolate again, quarantine yourself, and then come out of quarantine and know that confidently you could go back to work, hopefully not shedding the virus still. How much does this test cost? Yeah, so the test is actually uh, selling for uh, 10 U.S. dollars. So uh, comparison to laboratory tests, I mean, it's uh, it's fairly cost-effective and, and also, I mean, from time savings, it's uh, it's pretty uh, pretty significant that way. I don't know anybody that wouldn't want to test themselves. I mean, I've had this wicked cough that actually has subsided as of today. I've had it for about three weeks. I don't know if it's a cold or if I've been walking around with coronavirus. However, I've just been staying inside, so I haven't really been walking around. Um, Could you see this having um, a use where uh, eventually, once it gets passed and approval from Health Canada, that not only is it going out to businesses or, you know, frontline healthcare workers, but that we could get our hands on it and this could go out to, you know, uh, the general public en masse? Yeah, so I mean, you, you spoke before about, let's say, the risks that are associated with the tests and, and interpretation. So that, that's why our, our initial uh, application is in for, um, you know, kind of a healthcare professional use only, uh, just because of the implications of somebody reading the test and, and drawing conclusions that may not be, be uh, accurate. However, what we're seeing in other markets is that this is in high demand for, uh, for industry. Um, people looking to have their their staff, uh, who are especially in let's say critical uh, critical industries, to be able to have their for, uh, workforce there uh, cleared um, uh, kind of ahead of time. So we're actually seeing a lot of interest from industry, not just from uh, from government testing. Um, so yeah, yeah. So there's definitely definitely uh, uh, interest in having that. And then in terms of home use, I mean, this is something that's being talked about a lot. Um, I think we're we're developing uh, with uh, some partners right now. Uh, potential solutions for that, but that would most definitely be phase two. Um, but mm-hmm. I think uh, the fact that you can run the test off of, uh, you know, a drop of blood, whether it be finger prick, um, it, it's something that potentially, I mean, uh, depending on how um, how the strategy is developed, it, it's something that could most definitely be uh, be looked at later on as a, as a home solution. Well, Mar- Mitchell, there's, a, you know, talk of a second wave and, it, and, you know, it would be good to have the ability to test yourself so that you'd know if the, se- the second wave comes along, we still have workforce that could go out and perform uh, essential tasks while uh, people that are still vulnerable to getting COVID 
could stay at home. I want to very quickly ask you this before I let you go. I know the, that Health Canada has said it's following the advice of the World Health Organization. Specifically, they don't currently recommend serology, uh, serological blood tests for clinical diagnosis. Um, why do you think the, the WHO is still skeptical? Well, I think uh, there's probably two things here. Is, is the first off, in terms of clinical diagnosis, we already we already spoke a little bit about what we're testing for this. So, I mean, just because yeah. you have uh, a positive uh, for antibodies does not mean that you're positive for the virus itself, and vice versa. Just because you're negative on antibodies, it might be too early. So, I think that the WHO is speaking more to that aspect of the test. Um, and then second to that, I mean, the WHO uh, partners with uh, another organization called Find. Um, which they, they review a number of diagnostic solutions available worldwide for not only uh, coronavirus, but a number of other uh, viruses. And we're actually working with them right now, along with a number of other companies uh, who are uh, producing these kinds of tests, uh, to complete an independent study. So I think WHO and, Canada and uh, the Canadian uh, government are following uh, similar approaches in that, in, that, uh, in that sense that they want to have you know, further studies done and then a more robust strategy, just so you don't have people um, who are you know buying these at home, drawing their own conclusions, and then putting the mm-hmm. kind of greater community at risk? Are you confident that Health Canada will give you uh, approval soon? Yeah, I mean we're we're confident in our test, and I mean we're we're partnering with a number of labs to to run these kind of independent studies because it's in our best interest as well to make sure that uh, any you know any authorities who are buying our tests are confident in it and. Uh, I think that you know when we see the results come out, that uh, yeah, I think that Health Canada will see it as a very effective tool to to implement in Canada for you know Canadian uh, testing solutions. Mitchell, it's been a pleasure talking to you. I mean, I've been waiting to talk to somebody with one of these antibody tests. So uh, it's it's great that it's being developed locally here, and it has been developed and and shipped all over the world from Markham, Ontario. I, I appreciate your time, and I wish you the best of luck with the a speedy response, the one we're looking for from Health Canada. Great, thanks very much, Kelly.